Hey, this is Dave Pryor, and this is the TLDR for my podcast interview with PMI fellow, former PMI chair, and author Ricardo Vargas. The interview focuses on an article that he recently co-wrote with Antonio Nieto Rodriguez on how AI will transform project management. It's a very interesting read that I highly recommend, and when I went through it, it left me with a lot of questions. So I reached out to Ricardo. He was kind enough to share some of his time, and during the interview, you're going to hear all about how things like ChatGPT, AI, algorithms are going to completely change the way we manage projects and products and all the work that we do. And if you're a project manager, it's going to give you ideas about things you're going to have to do to prepare for the future. Regardless of whether you're waterfall or agile, there's going to be stuff in here that you're going to want to pay attention to. One last thing before we get to the interview. In addition to holding online certified Scrum Master and certified Scrum Product Owner classes, I'm now also teaching them in person again, which is super awesome because it's so much better to do this stuff in a room with actual people. I've got classes coming up in Atlanta, Philadelphia, and New York. And if you'd like to learn more, you can find them all at leadingagile.com slash scrum-training. And if you are among one of the many people that was recently laid off, just hit me up on LinkedIn, let me know, and I will be happy to provide you with a discount code to try to help out. All right, that's it. On to the future of project management with Ricardo Vargas. If you learn to work the old way, but the new way is what you need. My job's to make that switch from old to new. Something less for you than it did for me. Here I drunk in PM radio. Whoa! Here I drunk in PM radio. Whoa! Hey, this is Dave Pryor. Welcome to the Reluctant Agilist. I have a very, very special guest today. Ricardo Vargas is here. Ricardo, thank you for making time for this. Yeah, thank you very much. It's it's a really a pleasure to meet you, okay, yeah. uh, 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 and doing this. So it's uh, it's really an honor for me to to, to have the yeah, opportunity to talk to you. And we haven't seen each other in person in a very long time, but we we are connected through PMI. Um, would you mind explaining to the people, just in case they're not familiar with your name? Okay. What you do, because you do so many things. <laughs> I can't just say like you're the chair. There's so much that you do. No, that that's perfect. Okay. So uh, I'm Ricardo Vargas. Uh, I'm originally from Brazil. I live uh, now uh, for the past 12 years in Europe. I lived in, in Denmark and now I live in Portugal. Um, my, my, my history with project management goes back to early 90s when Microsoft released the Microsoft project. And at that time, I was a reseller in Brazil and a student of chemical engineering. This is how I got into the field because Microsoft didn't have anyone at that time to explain what critical path was. And this. And I was a student, so I started, I would say, uh, through, I, I don't know, maybe uh, the, the wrong door without, you know, like learning the software before the technique. And then I enter, I get to know PMI and, uh, and then everything started. So I was the founder of PMI in Brazil in Minas Gerais chapter, then regional mentor, then board of directors of PMI, then chairman of PMI. Last year, I became fellow of PMI. So I have a, a long uh, history with PMI. I had the chance to write 16 books uh, on project management. I have a podcast that exactly today, the day we are recording this, reached 12 million views, combined views wow. uh, in uh, in this 15 years. So it's a, it's a very nice. So, uh, and I was the director uh, for the UN, United Nations Office for Project Services, taking care of humanitarian projects. This is why I lived in Denmark for five years. And okay. I envisioned and created the Brightline Initiative 
to help senior executives to understand what project management is about. Okay, and I'm completely passionate about what I do. All right. I didn't know that, that you were behind Brightliner. Well, that, that gives me like a whole nother range of questions to ask about the article. So I, um, I reached out to Ricardo because there was an article that came through in, in my email about how AI will transform project management. And I get emails from Harvard Business Review like every day and I like glance at them and I saw your name. I was like, oh my God, I have to go read this. And it filled my head with questions. Um, yeah, so it, it feels mine too. It's it's not only yours. It's not because I wrote the article, but but I, I need to to tell you, I I was very surprised because Antonio Nieto and I we, we worked together on this article, mm-hmm. and and Harvard Business Review accepted to publish it, and it became uh, on the most popular list on HBR articles globally. And I don't know, but but for a topic like project management, this is this is quite a thing because you yeah. know it's not very common for you to see an article on HBR uh, about project management. So uh, we were very very happy with that. All right, and, and as if project managers didn't have enough to be scared about in terms of their jobs evaporating, now we get to worry about Chat GPT coming and taking our work away. Yes and no. If okay. if you think with the mindset yeah. of the traditional project, the traditional reporting, preparing this, uh, then you should be worried. Then you should okay. be worried. But if you understand that, as many other things, the profession has changed and has evolved, yeah. and, and that uh, project manager is today, uh, I would say, the conductor uh, of a team aiming to deliver the results, then ChatGPT is not able to do that yet. Okay, so right. w- what I'm telling is that uh, the traditional role of project management, like the ones uh, behind, you know, a Microsoft project, uh, moving bars and this, I truly believe that artificial intelligence w- will do this work in a very Which- nice way. And, and you will be able to decide, you will be able to motivate and all these soft and adaptive skills that require, are required today for the project manager. And this is why I'm saying it's just a different thing. It's yeah. just a different thing. But I don't right. see, I see a universe of opportunities for those open uh, okay. to learn and to develop. So I'd like to come back to the soft skills in a minute, but I want to focus in on two things in the article in in the beginning. So there's a part in in the article where you talk about um, artificial intelligence providing notifications about things that are coming up, risks or whatever, and that would have to be set up by somebody who understands more than just, like I have machines that can go figure out when people are, overutilized or whatever, but thresholds, understanding capacity, like where you want to set those triggers, that's still going to be the work of the project manager, right? It depends. Let, let, me, okay. let me just explain this uh, better. Then. What, what we are saying is that all the collection of information of previous projects, because let, let's just go back one step, because many people do not know what artificial intelligence is about. Artificial intelligence is a model based on algorithms that try, that are aiming 
to mimic human thinking, mimicking yeah. the way we think. The, how do we decide that a risk is a risk? How do we decide that this risk is a high risk or a low risk? How do we do that? Right. AI aims to use algorithms to simulate that, like ChatGTP okay. on the writing, uh, making a sentence that looks like a human writing and not like a robot right. uh, writing. So having said that, when, when I talk about this prediction is that AI filled with all external information, all external. I, imagine that AI is able to check the weather forecast, that is able to check uh, the, the stock market, that is able to check everything and check everything that is happening online in your right. project site and combine all this huge amount of data and say, take out your team from the site tomorrow because a hurricane, there is a high probability it will hit your site and you need to do it now and do it okay. automatically. And how these work, these work like an hour. It's like you looking at the weather forecast and doing this yeah. and making this. And of course, I'm saying this is a learning hour. This is why yeah. we, we, every time we talk about AI, we need to talk about learning. They have supervised and unsupervised learning. So the algorithm needs to learn what is a risk, how to play the risks. And what okay. happens then? Over time, this learning will be, will be really strong. And, okay. and why? Because there is a different thing. It's that a machine can capture billions of data at the same time and combine all of them in, in a lightning speed. And this yeah. is what we are seeing today in many okay. of these predictions using AI. So I want to offer two different scenarios. And after I offer them both, you tell me how close you think we are to something being able to do this. Okay. So one, I've been in a lot of debates lately about the difference between like flow metrics and story points. I can see where a system could be instrumented from the out, from the outset, right? To track from an idea happening to we give something to a customer, track work through all the different states. And then if an executive wants to know when will this thing be done, the system could just look at all the flow metrics and be able to instantly tell you there's an 80% chance the work will be completed by this date. But you also say in the article, there's a part where you talk about the system recommending that the team switch over to Agile, which I see like a realm of complication there that, that a system probably wouldn't be able to cope with, like if the organization is laden with technical debt and things like that. But do you think at some point the system would be able to say, your organization is undergoing so much change right now that to introduce a new change is going to break the back of it, like okay. a threshold for how much complexity it can hold at one time. Good. So let, let me try to split. On the first yep. part about the yep. 80% you said, I think this is a future that is very close to us. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm talking that some companies already have that. The only challenge that I would say not all companies have that, it's because they, they just don't have data. You know, right. uh, uh, not it, 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 it doesn't matter. You cannot put an AI and say, okay, 
tell me a little bit about the history of your project and say, oh, there is no history. And that, then, yeah. then you get nothing. what would you do? Okay, right. so, so this is the first thing. So I, I'm, I would say technologically speaking, it's mm -hmm. very, very close. The second one about uh, AI giving more robust and more serious and more profound answers. My answer is that we are on the way to that. And okay. it means that this, I don't believe this is something for one year or for two years, but I would doubt this will take more than five years. I think wow. in five years, we will have, I would say, a good, I'm not saying that uh, maybe AI will be able to sort out nuclear power plants and this, but I'm saying the vast majority of normal troubles in the projects would be massively helped by AI. Okay. I'm not saying all, but, but yeah. many of them. Okay. So if this job of project management is evolving, like one of the things when people ask me, like, what should I be studying now? I always recommend things like organizational change, because that seems to be whether you're switching from waterfall to agile or whatever, or whatever, how you introduce that to the company, how you help them cope emotionally as well as process wise with the change is one of the biggest burdens. But these two things could collide. Yeah. Do you agree? I, I agree. I, I think one of the biggest challenges, and I, I think I'm talking about that all, all the time, it's, it's the problems that technology is evolving at a pace that uh, our, our culture, our moral compass, our ability to adapt cannot follow. Yeah. We are always playing catch up. And, and this, I think it's something we need to develop. For example, what, what I tell my daughters, my two daughters, I have a 23 and a 19 year old daughters. And I tell them that the biggest asset you, you need to have today is your ability to adapt. Because ability to adapt, it's ability to be fluid, it, it, mm -hmm. to, to use agile, but to use technology, but also to, to do things by hand and to adapt. Because whatever the, the, the world takes you, you are able to make your living and to make a difference and to make an impact. Because I don't have a crystal ball here right. to say, this is what the future will look like. And, and honestly, just to give you an idea here in my head, this, I'm doing, uh, I'm studying corporate governance and I have an exam okay. uh, next week. So, you know, I am 50 years old. I have, uh, I would say a, a quite good life. I would say in, in I would say in physical terms and, and, and economic terms, but you know, I don't think I'm comfortable. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm always thinking, you know, uh, things may change. I need to be prepared. I need yeah. to get ready. And this is how organization, because if you have this mindset, you can revisit. Because, uh, Dave, you and I, we were raised at PMI thinking yeah. that success was on time, on budget, on scope, and nothing else. 
Right. You know, even if you produce a completely pointless product, if you don't run time and budget, you did great. Today, (laughs) if you talk this in an organization, they will laugh on you. They will say, this is a joke. So it changes the concept of what a project is. We're talking now about benefits. We're talking about value. The whole agile process is how do you anticipate benefits? Yeah. So it changes. So what we need, we need to be able to change that, okay? To okay. change and to evolve. I, I truly believe that our profession, my view is that our profession will be core of the organizations because everything in the corporate really? level will be projects. Wow. Everything. Okay. Everything. Uh, what is not a project will be well, that's, done by machines. That's a really unique position to take when so many companies are switching over to a productized approach to work. Yeah, but, but this is okay. Now, let me. This for me is just the trend of the day, how okay. you want to call it. If you want to call product because people don't like the word product, okay. people think All right. I got no. it. You're talking about groups of people producing <coughs> things. Dave, for me, let me define yeah. what a project is. Is everything you do to transform an idea into reality. Okay. If you have an idea, a piece of paper, and yeah, you want yeah. to transform it in a book or transform it in a house, this is a project. How you do it? You may do it using Agile, Kanban, right. um, doing nothing, okay? Doing go horse or whatever. Yeah. This is a project. So if you develop a product, renew a product, reinvent a product, change a product, it it doesn't matter how you want to call it. Okay. All right. So let's say that I don't know what your daughters are doing professionally. We know Mm -hmm. if they're in school or out of school, but let's say that they wanted to become project managers. You, You referenced the stuff that we learned when we came up and how it's different now. What does somebody who's who's entering this field now need that we didn't get, either through the traditional stuff or the addition of things like Agile? Like, what are the missing pieces? Yeah, I, I think one of the missing pieces that we didn't get, and now it's changing, new generations are getting, is the concept and the value of soft skills. Uh, and okay. soft skills, because most of the project managers... I, I don't, it's changing, but most of them, they come from a, a technical background. I would say engineers, IT, uh, you know, that, and for example, I did my, my degree, master and PhD in engineering. Okay. And I didn't have a single class of human and how to motivate, how to live with people. Right. Uh, you know, uh, all this, what, what. Uh, my my professors at that time they say this fluffy things, but that's the dark art that made the, some project managers better than others. Was yeah. if you studied right. emotional intelligence and all that. Absolutely. Stuff. And now, I spend ninety nine percent of my time trying to solve this, trying to make people work, make people work together, make people yeah. don't feel afraid about the change. Uh, make people don't leave the company at the time I need them most. Uh, okay. Stop conflict. Agree with the, the supplier. Talk to people. I spend most of my time trying to convince people. And this is human. And this ability is at the center of my competence. 
and the problem is that they disability is not right. something that we can teach in a course you know I'll do an online yeah. course of motivation and you'll be motivated Done. it would be nice but it doesn't it, it does and this is why going to the answer of my question this is yeah. why I tell my two daughters all the time they, they need to get exposure exposure okay. to projects the best way to learn project management is of course to study but it's to get the exposure is to yeah. sit on the table when everything is you know on fire and you say how do we get out of that <laughs> how do we get out of that and then you yeah. learn then you learn and then over time you become much more senior on handling this it's not just about theory okay this was great. I really appreciate you making time for this. Um, is there anything you left out of the article? This will be the last question, but anything you left out of the article that you think people should know about what's coming with the future of AI and things like ChatGPT and how it's going to affect our profession? Yeah, yes. Uh, and, and this is something that probably we will write in the future, okay? Uh, like okay. A, a second part is that when AI... AI, augmented reality, mm -hmm. and robotics, okay, and quantum computing. When these four things are mature enough to be combined, okay, and, and then it's then it's a true disruption. Completely different. Then I don't know how to to say that, but then it's the era of of uh, uh, cyborg. You know the cyborg because you will have uh, you will have you know uh, a robot based on quantum computing. You know with absolutely a speed that is unbeatable right now using AI data and augmented reality, being able to see and identify things. And interact in a different way. And then I, I don't know when this becomes a reality. And this can be a really, really big change. And this, I would say, um, uh, an airplane without a pilot. Yeah. You know, and doing perfectly. You know, and, you know, a doctor and you, you have a surgeon that is um, a cyborg. That right. then I don't know the human implications of that, but when these things become mature enough to do that, uh, and and it's it's incredible because I like this topic for a long time, and and when I saw, for example, the Deep Mind, the AlphaGo, and the Go game and the chess yeah. game, it's just it's just incredible what they did. They just moved the bar to another level. Yeah, ChatGPT now. So think about you using ChatGPT 10 years ago. You said it never happens that yeah. a, a, a software it would be good could, write, yeah. could write a code. Imagine, could write a code. So this, I, I, I would say, was the missing piece. But why I didn't put in this article? Because I, I, would, I need to see more to see what would be my perspectives yeah. on that, because I, I don't know yet. All right. 
Well, what if people want to find out like all the stuff you're doing, if they want to pick up your books or see you, if you get a chance to see Ricardo speak, you should definitely go because the fact that he's been able to contain himself in this little box is amazing to me because I tried to film him, give a talk once and I couldn't move the camera fast enough. You're a very energetic person. What if they want to see you speak in person? Yeah, no, yeah, but look, look, first, thank you, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, first, I, I, I love what I do. I, I would say I love, and, and this is something that for me it's so cool uh, to talk about project management and to do that. So I'm, I'm, I was fortunate in life to to have this. And second, I'm very used to talk uh, 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 in public, so I know exactly <laughs> how I can move and what, what kind of movements I, I can do. But look, yeah. I, I have a website. It's ricardo-vargas.com where, okay. where you can find the articles and everything I publish and all the work I do. Also, I'm very easy to find on social media. I have a, a nice YouTube channel, uh, you know, with a nice uh, number of subscribers that follow me there. So I try to publish a lot. I try to, one of the key things for me is to share. So what I do, it's everything I learn, I want to share quickly because I think this is the benefit. And 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 many, many people ask me, why I do this, right? Why, why this is important for me. Yeah. And I have a true belief that, you know, in life, we need to create uh, a net positive outcome. It means, okay. for example, what I extract from the society and what I put back to the society. So I want to finish my life knowing that I put a little bit more than what I extracted, you, uh, you know, uh, and because uh, some people, and I'm, uh, it's sad to say that, but some people, they live their whole life just to suck, just to suck yeah. whatever they can. And and this is not what I want. And this is why, for yeah. example, every time I hear something, I know something, I want to share it. You know, I cool. want to share it. Even if I change my mind later, no problem. At least All people right. will know. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to make sure to put a link to the article as well. So people can check that out. But I, it's great to catch up with you. And I really appreciate you making time for this. But thank you very much. Thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure to see you. Okay. Thank Thanks, you. You too. See ya. If you learn to 